Hello, thanks for joining us today. My name is Brad Sutton and I'm on the IT Showcase team. I focus on doing BI and data analytics stories within Microsoft and sharing those with all of our customers. Today with us is our own Patrick Graff. He's gonna talk about how we use software asset management and Power BI to save up to 20% in our software applications licenses within Microsoft. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Brad. So, um, Patrick, what's, what's your role within the organization? Give us a little bit of background on what you're doing uh, for Microsoft and IT. Sure, so uh, with what I'm doing is managing third-party software across Microsoft, that's non-Microsoft products. Uh, responsible as a service manager uh, in the software asset management mentality. Uh, that includes looking at opportunities to reduce spend, optimize licenses, as well as address mitigation of risk. Right, okay. And so how does that fit into the larger part of, of uh, IT and, and what your organization do um, to manage this, this effort within Microsoft IT and through for the whole company? For the whole company. Uh, it really does help us as far as cost savings and allowing us to be efficient in the way we spend uh, on non-Microsoft technology. Got it, got it, okay. And so as part of that role, you tell us a little bit more about uh, how you manage applications and how you do reporting. Give us a little bit of a, a day in the life of how you, how you come up with all this data. Sure, so it's an interesting area. We're utilizing a technology or a methodology called the SOM, which is a software optimization model. And it's really the way that we collect the data and we look at the data for two very important purposes. One is cost savings through license optimization as well as risk mitigation, both financial risk mitigation to make sure that we're compliant with uh, non-Microsoft software or third-party software as well as programmable risk. So making sure that any software we have coming into Microsoft has been vetted from a security perspective. Okay, so give us a little bit of a, a day in the life of, of you, Patrick, a couple years back. Um, uh, and, and what were some of the challenges that you were facing? What were some of the, the hiccups that, were, that you found along the way and made your, made your job difficult to do? Sure, and you know, several years back, and we're going back, I've managed a space now for 10 years as far as being Microsoft Software Asset Manager. And one of the areas that was somewhat of a problem was is looking at each organization worked independently uh, and, and autonomously. So one group wasn't aware of what they were buying for, as far as third-party software when another group was buying the same type of products from that supplier. So everything was very siloed and, uh, and also very transactional. We had very basic ad hoc processes in place that kind of manage the end-to-end -end life cycle of third-party software. So that's where we were, you know, several years back, 10 years back, and over the 10 years, we've continued to build into where we're at now with the program, which is what we refer to as an optimized state, right? A rationalized state, which means that we have the processes and the policies in place with the tools that help us manage all of our third-party software spend, as well as what we have deployed and consumed at Microsoft. So, Patrick, talk to, talk to us a little bit about the uh, the history and, and the, the challenges that you face from a reporting perspective, because I think it's fascinating what you were doing a, a year ago um, and doing these business reports for our business customers internally. And what were the challenges around that? 
Right. It was very difficult because back in, you know, and we're going even further back, is everything was very uh, autonomous. And each of the business groups were working independently and autonomously. There were siloed data uh, across Microsoft, very transactional based. Um, when we would pull data in, we'd pull them in through SQL, importing them into Excel, and then being able to try to reconcile the Excel spreadsheets from several different data sets, right. and then bringing them in, trying to manipulate the data, putting them into pivot tables, and then allocate those out, not only to our internal customers, but also to our suppliers as well, because there are events where we have true-ups, and we have to provide data to our, our customers, uh, excuse me, our suppliers as well right and it, it was a very tedious long pro process right and building the pivot tables and as many know sometimes when you're building certain cubes of the pivot table um, the data doesn't come out the way that you want it to come out and then also on top of it you have individuals that want to see the data in a specific way either through a pie chart or through bar charts in, in different areas so that was a very difficult, tedious, and lengthy process when you're looking at reconciling three different areas, right? You're reconciling the entitlement data coming in. Right. You're reconciling the contractual metadata about what we actually are obligated or, or granted to use as far as that software, but also pulling in what's called the deployment data through our system center configuration manager. That's fascinating. So, so uh, how is this new solution that we're working with today with uh, our system center solution, with our SQL Server uh, infrastructure, Power BI front-end uh, visualization capabilities, how has that really helped your business and, and provided um, benefit and productivity gains to you and to the business? Significantly faster. And as well as in a way that each organization, the way that they want to see the data, they could see the same data that I'm pulling for all the organizations in a representation, in a graphical representation that fits them, right? So I could build out these dynamic dashboards, right? Before you think about dashboards, and dashboards are very static based on putting them into PowerPoint or, right. or putting them into a, a Visio. But what's interesting about the use of Power BI is their dynamic. So now the same data set that I use from the entitlement data, deployment data, and contractual data, I could represent that for each of the different business organizations in the way that they want to see it. So if they want to know what their consumption rate is and their spend rate for third-party software, I could pull that in. Or if another group, let's say procurement, wants to understand or see how they use three different things for negotiations in terms of how much software we have deployed, what was our spend with that software, as well as what the contractual obligations are, because they could use that information for the next time they negotiate with the supplier or partner. That's, I mean, it's perfect, because what it's allowing you to do is use things like Power BI to actually deliver the presentation, but not only deliver the presentation, you're delivering it real time, where back in the day, you probably had to do these reports that took you know, several days or maybe even weeks. Right, and the data would be stale. Yeah, so now, now using Power BI, you have that capability to be able to utilize those real-time reports, but also grant them access to their own reporting so they can change and, and manipulate the data however they see fit. It's perfect. Right, and, and the nice thing about that too, with the way that Power BI works, 
is as a global company, we have over 880 different sites where I'm collecting data about what's deployed and what's been purchased, right, in several subsidiaries, as well as working with our VI team, our venture integrations. When we have a company that we're purchasing, I'm able to quickly identify the license information needed and if these need to be transferred, and then I bring them in and be able to create reports on it, right? And that creates a total cost of ownership in terms of being able to reallocate software because I have a better view of the data. So talk to me a little bit about the scenario of how you optimize licensing to save the company money. Give me a scenario of how that typically works and how you use Power BI to do that. Sure, so with, for example, we, as I was saying before, is before each organization worked autonomously, over the last several years, I, I always play this 80-20 rule, right? And my 80-20 rule is 80% of what makes my program, the software licensing service, mm -hmm. successful is the processes and the policy or standards we put in place. And then the tools that we use to be able to pull that data and manipulate that data. So several years back, each organization working autonomously, they would buy their own subsets of licenses. They'd consume them, and you'll see where uh, one group may only have consumed 50% of the licenses. Sure. And then what would happen to the other 50%? They just go away. Right. So through the Power BI and through what tools we have now, we're able to consolidate, centralize all of the data. So I could take a look to say, this group over here has purchased 100 licenses, and I'll just throw 100 out there, but purchased 100 licenses, but they've only consumed 50% of those licenses. And then this group coming over here, basically is like we need to go buy 50 licenses. Well, they don't need to do that anymore because now we have a centralized, very quick access to the data to say, well, this group hasn't consumed them. I could go to that group and say, we're gonna transition or re-harvest these licenses and provide it to this group and then do a cross-charge back. This reduces all of the cost and resources required to do new purchasing for that specific group. So thank you, Patrick, for uh, joining us today and talking about software asset management and using Power BI to save the company money. I really found it fascinating how uh, utilizing those tools, we've, we've streamlined uh, our processes, uh, became a more productive, uh, and then actually saving up to 20% uh, on a consistent basis for our third-party applications and, and software. So thank you for watching us and hope to see you soon.